Board Rounds, session number 16. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome back to Board Rounds. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray. Welcome back. If you've been here before, welcome. If this is your first time here, if it is, go back, start at session one and take a listen to all of the episodes where you'll learn a little bit of everything to help you on step one or level one of your prep journey. This week, we have another good question with Dr. Karen Shackelford. Karen, back for some more board rounds. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? I am good. I'm excited. We got you through your first episode last week, all about some good foreign travel and and dang fever. What do we have in store for us today? Well, today we have uh, another case that, uh, not foreign travel, but an immigrant from Central America, and she's pregnant. Ooh, Uh, okay. All right. Let's go. So 26-year-old G1 P0 female. She's a recent immigrant from Central America, and she presents with crampy abdominal pain and vaginal bleeding. By her dates, uh, because she hasn't received prenatal care, she's at 25 weeks gestation, and uh, her past medical history is unremarkable. She, she takes an over-the-counter multivitamin, but no other medication. She denies alcohol, tobacco, or illicit drug use, and she spontaneously delivers a stillborn fetus. The fetus is um, noted to have microcephaly, and imaging is performed to reveal spinning of the cerebral cortices, ventriculomegaly, and subcortical calcifications. Viral RNA is identified in both maternal and fetal body fluids. The virus is a neurotropic virus that disrupts proliferation, migration, and differentiation of neuronal precursor cells in the developing fetus. So which of the following is the most likely pathogen? And would you like the choices? Yes, please. All right. Herpes simplex virus, rubella, Zika virus, or cytomegalovirus? Ooh. Um, So HSV, rubella, Zika, or cytomegalovirus. So it's it's interesting. I, I think just because of the news, I want to quickly jump to Zika. I'm like, oh, it's got to be Zika, right? Um, uh, but there's something about that that's like, oh, that has to be a trap. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to remember everything that I read about Zika, what the causes are. Uh, and so it's interesting. You gave us the cause with the um, kind of stopping the proliferation migration. Um, and thinning of some things and some other stuff. And so I'm just trying to think of everything you yeah, said. Differentiation but, of yeah. all the neuronal precursors. Yeah. So basically, it just interferes with... Um, Brain development, period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so, I mean, that that's... If, if I remember correctly, that's what Zika does. And so I'd probably choose Zika here, uh, knowing that uh, CNV and rubella... CNV and rubella are also pretty bad for the baby. 
Um, so those would be the next on my list with HSV being kind of last on the list. Well, once again, you're right. (laughs) Um, yeah. And I guess CMV is a pretty good distractor because it's also associated, well, associated with periventricular calcification, but with respect to being a neurotropic virus, because it, and it has been in the news a lot, um, yeah, it's a single-stranded RNA virus transmitted by mosquitoes, and it's also related to dengue virus, uh, which we discussed previously, and the yellow fever virus. So the infection uh, results in clinical manifestations in about 20% of people, and the rest uh, of infected uh, people don't know that they've had it. They can have, if you're infected, uh, symptomatic and have a low-grade temp. You can develop a macular papular rash, arthralgia, to sound familiar and conjunctivitis. Mm. So, and there are other neurologic complications besides the uh, congenital microcephaly. You can uh, end up with Guillain-Barre, myelitis, uh, meningoencephalitis, seizures, and spasticity, con- uh, congenital spasticity. So that can, uh, mothers is vertically transmitted uh, during delivery or through, it can be transmitted through the placenta it can also be sexually transmitted and uh, through other body fluids, through laboratory exposure, transplant of infected uh, organs, uh, fairly infectious. And yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. That's something that worth, uh, it's worth remembering. Pregnant women in the United States have, have been advised across the board to avoid travel in regions where mosquito transmission of Zika occurs if they're going to be less than 6,500 feet in altitude, because I think at over 6,500 feet, the mosquitoes aren't as prevalent. It's more or less the uh, same thing with malaria and parts of uh, Kenya. So, yeah. And what about CMV? So you talked a lot about Zika. What does the CMV infection look like for the, the babies? So the um, congenital, and CMV also is a double-stranded DNA virus. And I think this question, yeah, this did mention specifically that this was an RNA uh, um, virus. I don't know if it said it was single-stranded in the stem or not. So that would be one reason you would um, disqualify CMV from your answers, correct answers. But um, congenital CMV infection can end up with chorioretinitis, hearing loss, jaundice, and a periventricular calcification on imaging studies. So I think those are the primary things that CMV, congenital CMV infection is associated with. Mm. Of course, it, not, it wouldn't necessarily be associated with a, with a tropical uh, travel mm-hmm. or emigration. Yeah. And what about rubella? Rubella is a single-stranded RNA virus, as you're uh, as people preparing to take USMLE one, will probably have to remember. But in utero, exposure is primarily associated with hearing loss, uh, cataracts, and congenital cardiac defects instead of like neurological defects. And what was our other choice? HSV. Um, HSV. Yeah, it's a double-stranded DNA virus. And congenital exposure, as you know, is associated with skin lesions and destruction of brain tissue. But uh, again. The uh, candidate can rule out HSV for no other reason than it's a DNA virus. So there are a lot of clues in that stem, I think. 
Yeah. But as you pointed out, the primary clue is, yeah, Zeke has been in the news a lot lately. And I do think content does get updated on the USMLA, you know, to make sure that it remains relevant to um, to the expanding uh, universe of things we see in practice these days. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate goal is to <laughs> to make students aware of what potentially is out there because you can't diagnose something you can't you don't think of. Right. Exactly. I, I think that is so key to remember. You know, it's something that we should all welcome. I mean, even if you just hear about it once or twice while you're studying, you're more likely to diagnose it than if you don't remember hearing about it at all during your studies. All right. There you have it. If you are looking for some more dedicated prep for step one or level one, you're looking at QBanks. Go to boardvitals.com. With over 1,700 questions for step one, and over 1,500 questions for level one, you will have plenty of content to cover to make sure that you are prepared for your board exam. Remember, board exams, the score on those board exams is vital to you being able to match into your specialty of choice. So there's no such thing as being overprepared for your board exams. Start now. Sign up for a six-month plan or a three-month plan and get started early get through the content because it's shown that the more questions you do, the better you do on your board exams. Again, boardvitals.com. Use the promo code BOARDROUNDS. It's all capital letters, BOARDROUNDS, to save 15% off. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. 